everybody, hello Skimo tribe, my name is Roland Hritz and this is episode number 5 of the Skimocast. Today I was not alone because I had a perfect and funny talk with Austrian prodigy Paul Verbniak, who represents the young upcoming generation of the Skimo athletes. Last winter, which was his last one in the under 20 category, he won all the individual and vertical races with two world champion titles on top of that. In December he will stand on the starting line of the ISMA World Cup for the very first time with the Elite Racers. We spoke about his normal day at the training camp, his first steps in skimo, ice hockey, future goals and we had so much fun in the transition zone. So sit down and enjoy our talk. Hello Paul, many thanks for finding your time, especially when you are right now on the training camp. Hi guys, I say thank you for this great opportunity today to be in your podcast. It's a big honor for me and yeah, I hope you're all fine after this long summer and yeah, let's talk a bit. Right now you are on training camp. Uh, tell us, uh, where are you and uh, how is it going up there? Yeah, at the moment we are in Stubetal with the national team. It's our second training camp on the Glacier. So yeah, the conditions here are really great for October we have yeah not a lot of snow but it's okay to go on the slopes and yeah we do we do a lot of hours on our skis and already looking forward for the first races yeah we, we too we can wait for the season to start and uh, what does your casual day at the training camp look like <laughs> yeah we start uh we get up really early at six it's almost too early for me but my colleagues yeah they want to so i also have to then we do some breakfast and go to the glacier uh till midday then have some lunch a little break and then in the afternoon we go most of the time for a bike ride or a road road bike and yeah also some sessions with our physiotherapist and yeah some massages sauna and in the evening again some eating mm. watching tv have fun together and then go to bed again that's a usual day in our camp i think that uh, the thing with uh, so early getting up is uh, because of jakob herman right he he likes to get up <laughs> early <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's up, I think, at 5 a.m. So, yeah, he makes breakfast for all of us and also cook the whole day. So, yeah, that we have enough to eat for sure. But, yeah, lucky. You were the first uh, guys from the elite Skimo athletes on the snow this season. Was it just uh, about the good conditions or do you consider every day spent on the snow as an advantage? Uh, I think uh, it depends because in Austria we have some good glaciers where it's uh, open uh, the whole year. So before we go for for camp on the on the road or with the bike with roller skiing, we prefer to go on snow because yeah, every day on snow counts. I would say especially if you can do some long sessions now in winter, it isn't possible to do it. So yeah, we can be really happy to have this opportunity. So right now it's uh, basically about uh, the long days uh, to build some endurance, right? Yeah, I would say, yeah. To, I would rather say to uh, transfer from the summer training to the skis because we already did yeah, some long days in summer 
and now it's to get used to these keys again and stuff like that. Austria is a very strong country when it comes to winter sports with many successful alpine skiers, cross-country skiers and biathletes, uh, but you are doing skimo. Was uh, skimo your first sport or you used to do a different sport before? Uh, when I was young, I did a lot of different sports. For example, I played ice hockey or football in summer, tennis. But I always recognized that for me, endurance sport is the best because... Yeah, I just like to go long and long and hard. So when I was seven, I did my first ski tour with my dad. And yeah, for me, the goal back in then was just to be faster than him. So I always pushed really hard. And also in summer, I did triathlon and, and mountain biking. And yeah, three years ago, I had to decide if I focus on winter or summer, And I decided for Schemo and yeah, it was a great decision, I would say. You mentioned that you played ice hockey. I was ice hockey player for 15 years too. So that's uh, that's a crazy that we have something in common uh, besides Schemo. Uh, who is your favorite ice hockey player? <laughs> <laughs> for now, you know, we have some good local players in Austria. And yeah, I would say as an Austrian guy, Matthias Vanek, because he's really good also in the NHL and mm -hmm. one of rare players which are yeah, playing in the NHL from Austria. So he's a really cool guy. Are you playing hockey right now or when trying to, to do some different sport? Sometimes in winter with my friends, it's it's really cool to go on the lake and play play a match in the evening. I really enjoy it between all those chemo sessions. Yeah, so uh, the last year when we were at the Ponte di Legno, we saw that there was an ice rink. So maybe you can bring your skates with you and we can play ah, like chemo studs and you. <laughs> that would be nice, yeah. A good match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the, in the, the evening, races. you know. <laughs> To, to have fun, to, to relax from races. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> okay, so let's let's make a deal. <laughs> yeah, everybody can join who wants. <laughs> yeah, of course, we will we will set date, time, and uh, yeah, it's going to be the very first uh, Skimo match. <laughs> yeah, maybe we also can uh, build the Skimo States ice hockey team oh, for the that's... future. That's a really nice idea, but uh, I don't know if we are going to to NHL or <laughs> or just some. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now now let's get back to some uh, more serious stuff. Uh, last winter was a perfect one for you. I saw you at every race, and you were just racing in your own league. I would say you won seven out of eleven uh, World Cup races. You didn't win only in four sprint races. And that's amazing consistency at uh, such a young age. Uh, how do you look back to the last season? Uh, I think uh, it was a dream one, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. It was definitely the perfect season, I would say. Uh, yeah, I think you you cannot imagine how cool this is if you win all verticals and individual races. And for sure, there are so many things who has to fit together to be that consistency. So... I'm also really glad that it happened last year. But I'm already looking now forward to go with the big boys. Also, you won two gold medals in Andorra at the World Championships. Uh, and also your 
Austrian team did very well by winning uh, four gold medals, uh, which is the same amount as France, for example. It seems that you are doing it well in Austria. So what's behind the recent top results of Austrian ski mountaineering? Yeah, we have uh, some really good young guys in Austria right now, especially also with my friends in, in, in uh, Julian and Nils. And yeah, it was really successful world championships in Andorra for us. It was our goal to yeah get at least one, but that we did four was was really great. And yeah, over the last years, our federation made some really good work also for for the youngsters. And I think yeah, we're earning it right now. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Julian and Niels, uh, but uh, your team is not only about youngsters you have Jakob Hermann Daniel Zuk or uh, Armin Heffel who is uh, coming back after a serious injury uh, who is your role model who are you looking up to is it somebody from your team or is it somebody from another countries I think everybody has something what I'm looking up to I don't have a, a perfect role model for for me right now for yeah I think there are so many good athletes in Austria and I'm really looking up to all of them and especially to train together with them and learn a lot of things is really, really cool for, for a young boy like me. So yeah, I just can get better from them and prove for sure. Now we are going to something we are calling transition zone. And as you know, transition zone is really important, not only in sprint race, but also in uh, individual race, because you can find uh, seconds here. So I will ask you a question and it's going to be a very short answer, maybe sometimes yes or no, or just one word. So are you ready for the transition zone? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite type of training? I like some hard interval sessions. And uh, how long interval sessions? Uh, my favorite interval uh, are four times 10 minutes. Wow, that's a, that's a really <laughs> tough one, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so, really hard. Yeah, you, you like to suffer. I think as a schema athlete, you have to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are right. Uh, do you that's have a favorite place for a perfect long day on skis uh yeah for, there are some mountains i really like to go especially on Großglockner, the highest mountain in austria or my home mountain the gerlitzen i spend a lot of hours there these two who is your best friend from the austrian team uh, i think we're all good friends there's no best friend and no no not friend i would say <laughs> Oh, that's that's really nice that <laughs> yeah and who is your maybe best friend or somebody who is uh, like good guy outside the austrian schema team from the other countries uh i really uh like the swiss guys and the italian guys for sure and i really know them very well especially because we spent the whole winter together the schema routes are in team races such as uh, Piramenta or Trofeo Mezzalama. Who is your dream partner for a race like Piramenta? Uh, Jakob or Armin. So still in the team. <laughs> still in the team, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it, it seems that you are such a good team. Yeah. 
but we can see yeah. it also on the races you are still having fun making jokes and and you know stuff like that so it's really really nice to have you yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah yeah it's and really cool do we you enjoy. listen to music when training or not yeah especially like i mentioned before on hard interval days i really like to it pushed me and harder and do you have your favorite singer or band uh on hard training days i would prefer acdc yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so rock and roll <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, do you have some pre-race routine uh, i eat most of the time four hours before the race starts and yeah prepare everything and before the race listen to some good music and focus and then yeah push it all out <laughs> do you prefer uphill or downhill i would say uphill but the combination of these two are yeah the best and uh, when it comes to downhill do you like more the icy the speedy ones or powder ones i prefer the powder ones if we are going uh, out for a dinner with your austrian team to have some fun oh uh, do you prefer beer or wine <laughs> ah beer <laughs> and uh, to eat pizza or pasta pizza definitely and who is the best chef you know and why is it jakob herman <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he is cooking all day long. And yeah, like I mentioned at the beginning, that's really, really nice from him to yeah, to help us to get over the training camp with, with some food. <laughs> okay, Paul, now get back to you. And what does your training look like? Do you have a coach? Yeah, I have a coach since five years. He's called Matthias Gumpenberger. He was also the national trainer uh, four years ago, but then he stopped and yeah, but he's still training me and some other guys from, from the Austrian national team. And yeah, I work really close with him and he really knows me well now after five years. So yeah, I'm really happy to have him. Oh, Schemoetlis are versatile during the off-season period, uh, running, cycling, roller skiing, long hiking, climbing and many more activities. Uh, but what do you prefer the most during the summer period? Uh, I definitely prefer cycling because, yeah, I grew up with cycling. My dad, he was 2006 European champion in mountain bike marathon. So I always supported him at the races when I was a little kid. And they yeah, really get used to these bike races and I'm still enjoying some great long days on my bike in summer. Yeah, we also saw on uh, Instagram that you took part with your team at the Red Bull Dolomiten Man and you were a biker. Uh, so did you enjoy this race? Yeah, for sure. The only problem was that I had a lot of back problems on my heart uh, this okay. day. So it was a really tough race, but all in all, it was a great team performance and we will be def definitely on the start line next year again. Tony Pauser switched to Schema for Cycling. So please don't tell us that something similar is possible for you. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's coming, <laughs> yeah. but not at the moment. <laughs> but please, please stay in Schema. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> that's nice to hear. <laughs> no, but not not for now. Maybe in the future, we will see. But def at the moment, I am definitely one hundred percent schema athlete. Nice, nice to hear this because we are looking forward to you in the senior and under 23 main category. You will turn 20 just a few days before your first ever World Cup start uh, among the elite. Uh, what are yeah. your expectations before your first season uh, when racing with the big guys like uh, Thibaut Anselmade, Robert Antonioli or Remy Bonnet? Wow, it will be really cool and something completely different, I think. Something completely new for me. Uh, I don't have a lot of expectations for these first races just to get used to the speed. I think it's, yeah, two levels higher than the junior speed. And this is really high at the moment also. So, yeah, we will see. And I just can give my best and prepare as good as possible for these races. And then, yeah, enjoy it. Can we expect uh, from you something similar or what we can see in professional cycling where youngsters like Tadej Pogacar or Remco Evenopoul came to the elite category and they are on the very top of the game from day one? I, it would be a dream, but yeah, it's really hard to do it. There are just uh, some people who are able to do it. Maybe I'm, I'm one of them, but I, I cannot say it at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, sure. So it's going to be step by step and uh, learning from the very best, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. But I think you are glad that you have um, some guys in your team, uh, as we mentioned, Jakob or Danicuk or Armin. They are among the very best chemo athletes. So you can learn uh, on a daily basis on, for example, such training camp you having right now. Yeah, for sure. That's that's really nice from for me. And yeah, I'm looking forward to race with them. Also uh, a good new challenge for me. So yeah, we will see what Ponte di Lenio will bring. The next season is going to be a really tough one with uh, seven World Cup races, European Championships uh, and uh, all the grand courses are coming back. Uh, what about your calendar? Where will we see you racing during the next the winter? Yeah, it's uh, for sure at all World Cups, I hope so. If everything uh, gets uh, like gets going like the plan. And we also have the TISM, the military world games. We yeah. we will start and Patrouille de Glacier I will do with Armin and Jakob. And yeah, maybe some uh, team races like Tour de Retour or Peramenta. But the focus is definitely on the World Cup. With the 2026 uh, Olympics, is this the big goal you are aiming for the most? Yeah, yeah, I would say it for sure. I think every athlete uh, dreams to be at the Olympic Games. It's really, really special to represent uh, your country there. And yeah, the main goal is definitely to compete in these Olympics. And uh, since the announcement of the Schemo is Olympic, did something change in your country in terms of supporting the Schemo or? Uh, it changed. I would definitely say changed, especially also the, the medias. We are 
now more in the media focus and yeah a lot of people ask me right now if i will be able to to win a medal at the olympics and i tell them that's such a long time till 2026 i cannot say it at the moment and also the the federations and all this stuff is yeah it's getting better and better we all hope that uh, the Olympics will bring more professionalism to ski mountaineering. Uh, are you a professional athlete right now? Yeah, I am a professional athlete right now. I have really good support from the army in Austria. That's really great for us. We are uh, four people right now with Jakob, Armin, Daniel and me. And yeah, also with some other supporters like Dynafit and yeah, it's really, really cool to be a pro. When speaking about the Olympics and uh, the goals in your future, what's your long-term goal in ski mountaineering besides the Olympics? Is it the overall World Cup or winning Pieramenta, for example? Uh, for me, personally, the overall World Cup. Because, yeah, the overall, you have to be so consistent over the whole season. And it really shows who is the best chemo athlete in the world. So this is a dream. So when you want to win a World Cup overall standings, you have to be consistent, as you said. And uh, last season, only the sprint races were not strange from you because you finished uh, one time third in uh, in flame i think yeah and yeah, uh, yeah. what about the sprint races uh, are you like focusing on them more right now when you are going to elite category or it's not uh, something you are focusing uh, on <laughs> it's a good question i think it's really hard to focus complete on the three disciplines because they're so different so The main focus is on vertical individual, but I try to be as fast as possible in these three minutes. So to be also really good in the overall World Cup and get some important points in the sprint. You are very tall. You are maybe one of the tallest athletes uh, in elite category. Uh, do you think this is uh, a negative one for you or during the sprint races or not? Uh, I wouldn't say. I think the the high uh, or the the body, I don't know how to say, is something that makes no difference. Because if you look at, for example, Davide Manini, he is not that tall like me, but he is still so, so fast. I think it doesn't matter how mm-hmm. tall you are. We mentioned your amazing results from the last season. And it was uh, all about individuals and verticals. Uh, but uh, which discipline is your favorite one? Is it individual or vertical? Because it seems that you really like vertical races. So you are you are just happy when yeah. racing verticals. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I would say vertical is my favorite discipline. But individual is more enjoyable. <laughs> also with the cool downhills and everything. And yeah, the traditional schema is definitely individual races. So yeah, it's hard to say which I enjoy more, but vertical races is definitely my strength. 
as you very good know schemo is not only about racing it's about uh, joy and the feeling of freedom when playing uh, out there in the mountains so tell us what does your perfect day in the mountains look like uh a good spring touring sessions with some good friends no stress no watch just enjoying some time in the sun some warm conditions and yeah maybe also enjoy some good food on the on the top of the mountain take some good pictures and yeah have some great downhills when it comes terms to winning the overall world cup uh, i have one more question on this uh, you have to be very good uh, in downhills we we see robert antonioli and tibo anselmet they are like from the last season uh, number one and number two from the overall standings and both of them they are amazing skiers so what about you do you consider yourself as a very good skier i would not say as a very good but i'm a good skier i'm not one of the best but i'm still able to follow them and yeah three years ago i wasn't even a good skier but i improved a lot in this sections so yeah i'm looking forward especially if i can follow somebody in front of me it will be really cool to learn something and yeah we will see maybe i will become a very good skier this season <laughs> if i want to be a good skier what i have to do what are you doing to be better in uh, downhills yeah in summer especially we do a lot of our coordination and strength training for the legs to yeah to that the legs are able to tolerate the lactat in these rough downhills and yeah then in winter just go skiing go up with the lift and go down as fast as you can <laughs> paul we are in the end of our uh discussion and i have the last question on you you are still very young but what would you say to 15 year old paul verbniak ah the most important is just to have fun what you're doing and don't focus too early on a training plan on a really hard training plan it will come early enough i would say so yeah just go out have fun with your friends enjoy schemo and yeah everything will come by itself okay paul that's it and uh, if you have something uh, you would like to ask me as a member of schemo stats team so now how <laughs> is your turn no i just also want to say it's really great uh, what you're doing guys without you our, our community wouldn't be that great so thanks for this and i'm really honored to be also in this podcast today and i'm already looking forward to play ice hockey with you <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to playing ice hockey with you too because uh, me and my brother uh, we are former ice hockey players and the third guy from skimo stats team igor uh, he loves to play ice hockey we are playing it on a weekly basis so i'm Ooh. i'm like really serious right now i will bring the skates to ponte di legno paolo <laughs> <laughs> nice great great no thanks guys and we will see at yeah, thank, ponte thank di you legno. for your time uh, we wish you all the best to the season enjoy your time in mountains uh, make some good results in the elite category but you know it's uh, about having fun and uh, about loving the sport that's true yeah <laughs> I will hope so. Thank you so much and see you soon. Thank you Paul. Thank Ciao. you. See you. Bye.
I hope that you enjoyed our talk with Paul. I think that he is such a funny and very humble guy who just loves to be in positive mood. I can't wait to see him in Ponte di Leno this December, uh, especially during the vertical race, because uh, if he is going to make a big result in his very first season among the elite, I think that it's going to be in the vertical race because he's such a strong athlete in these shorter and uh, intense uphill races. And we are going to finish today's episode with the hot news from uh, organizing committee of the 2026 Milano Cortina Winter Olympic Games. And the history of Skimo will be written in Bormio. And I think it's just an amazing place for those history-making Skimo events. Thank you so much for listening to the episode number 5 of the Skimocast. And we will be back very soon with the next episode and the next guest from the Skimo world.